Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello and welcome to They Talk, a good game off-season special. We have our season review of the West Tigers. My name is Harvey and I am joined by my co-host and Tigers fan, Lockie. Hello. Hello. What do you make of the Tigers' season? You are in the best position to give us your thoughts. You've followed them for a number of years, your whole life. I'd say the Tigers' season this year was consistently disappointing. Consistently disappointing, which is, you know, the Tigers have never been a consistent team. Even when they've been making top fours and winning premierships, (laughs) they've never been a consistent team. But when 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 they're good, they're great. And when they're bad... Not great. This year, they were consistently mediocre, mm. um, which is not the brand of footy that Tigers fans want to see. It's not the reason why we support the club. It's not. It's not. It's not what we fell in love with them for. Known for our flamboyant and and uh, carefree attack. Yeah, and uh, not always going to defend well, but we'll try and score more points than the other team. Whereas this year. Um, Madge definitely has a very defensive mindset as a coach and that's fine. It's what wins premierships. He did in 2014 with Souths. But it's not quite clicking with the Tigers at the moment, a a Mm. club whose culture has been built in scoring more points than the other team. That's Uh, right. There's a bit of a disconnect there. And the Tigers, I think we said this when we were doing the Benji review podcast, but they're a team that gets a lot of sympathy rather than fear or... Any other emotion when you think of them? Um, you've always got a decent squad that looks like it should be doing better than it is. And for whatever reason, over the last decade or so, you haven't quite made made the steps into that top eight, which you'd love to see, what every footy fan would mm. love to see their club um, do so. What What's the missing ingredient? What needs to change? What didn't happen this year that could have... That would have made you guys top eight contenders. Oh, look, I mean, I think, I think first of all, the thing about us having a, a squad that looks like it should be doing better that then doesn't do better has been the case for the last two, three seasons. But before that, I'd say it was the opposite. We, like, we've, like, I think we had teams that, that, I mean, I guess this is sort of pre the Tedesco Moses kind of era. Sure. We had teams that weren't the flashiest individual players ever, but the reason why people got behind the Tigers was that they would overperform, I guess, based on what their mm. talent was. And then I guess throughout the Tedesco Moses era, we kind of had a team that looked really good and then became, was disappointing um, in performances. And then now it's sort of, we've still got some marquee players like we thought that James Tamo was going to be huge but then he wasn't and there's just yeah there's just something about when entering the gates of Concord and entering (laughs) the West Tigers at the moment that whatever that 
the expectations are falling at the moment and I think it's a lack of leadership on field, yeah. off field. There's there's a disconnect for sure and there's a yeah, more and more we're kind of falling away from our identity as a club, which I think mm. you know, yeah. that, that stems I mean, stems from from the top, stems from head office down. There's there's lots being said about yeah, uh, off the field, what's going on at the Tigers and, you know, what should change and um, what ought to change. But on the pitch, do you think there is a couple of marquee signings? Do you think it is just a couple of star players that would make all the difference? No, I, and, don't, and think, if- I don't think that'd make all the difference, but it's definitely, you know, at at the moment, we're looking for people, we're looking for players to get behind and players that are going to be enjoyable to watch. Like, personally... You know, I'm not looking at the Tigers to make finals next year. I don't. I don't know if yeah. if we will or if we can. I really more than anything, I'm looking for a brand of footy that makes me proud to be a Tigers fan. That's what I'm looking yep. for. And I think some of the signings that we've got for next year so far fit that bill. And I am quite excited about watching. You know, the few the few signings we have made. I'm looking forward to to seeing them in action and, 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 you know, seeing if these are players that can be part of the West Tigers future. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Let's go to Tony um, Razzo's um, uh, ladder, season. ladder, ladder review for the year. Our yep. fan, Tony Razzo, who's <laughs> um, <laughs> helping us along on this, on this season <laughs> review um, after, fi- and I said, I said the Tigers season was consistently disappointing. You know, I'd rather see them bounce around the ladder a bit more, but you'll see here after five rounds, they were sitting equal 12th after 15 rounds. They were sitting 14th and after 25 rounds, they finished 13th right in the middle of those two. So literally there mm. wasn't much bouncing around for them. They were constantly in that very mediocre uh, spot where you're not, you know, just in that really middle of the bottom eight. Um, didn't really look like making finals this year. Like usually they'd make a charge, finish ninth. Yeah. You know, I would have rather see them finish ninth you know, and have that, have that hope and have that charge. But this year they're yeah, really just, just that potential. Wasn't much you know. to grab onto. No, no, it's, it's a shame. Um, unfortunately I can't see them improving much next year. Um, yeah. I think a lot needs to change, especially in, in the halves, you know, we've spoken about Brooks before, but I think he is a bit of a liability for you guys. Mm. And I just don't think he's going to be your halfback when you make finals for the next time. Yeah. Um, and if he's going to remain your first choice there, and I think you're always going to struggle. Um, that's not to say he's not a NRL standard halfback, but as you've touched on, it's probably a marriage that needs to go its separate ways yeah. to but get the best outcome for both club and player. Yeah, I agree. We've got uh, We've got quite a few fan submitted questions for the Tigers. So we'll, well let's, rip reckon, into let's rip into them because there's a few to get into. Um, Anapapa.fapwe underscore says, actually there's about three people, uh, Kobe Neely and Big Les League podcast have all asked similar questions, which is Tyrone Peachy signing thoughts, yay or nay? Um, well, what are your thoughts on that to begin with? Yeah. Yeah. Personally, I, I'm, it's a yay for me. I'm happy with it. Um, and as long as they use him right. He's a player that has massive utility value for the Titans. He's played center, 5'8", 14, second row, lock. He's been everywhere. Yeah. Um, and that's great, you know. He, that's great if, like, you know, there's the option to use him like a Moses and buy type and 
have him as a Mr. Fix-It everywhere. Mm-hmm. I would rather us decide early to give him the 13 jersey. I think we just need to make it his. I think he yeah. he's, he's honestly, he has all the tools to be a very good 13 given the time in that position. And he's a modern 13, which we've talked about a bit on this podcast. Yeah, for sure. He's a ball-playing 13, but he's still solid body in the middle of the field. Whereas Tigers have not really had a had a ball playing thirteen uh, since you know probably oh five. Um, <laughs> like you know, we we spent this year playing Alex Twal in the thirteen, who's just a prop. Tom McKayley yeah. is also just a front rower. Uh, Joe Offenghawi did all right, but he's still he's more of like a second rower, front yeah, rower. Yeah, just an extra big body. Just an extra big body. Whereas I want to see a player who can link up the play, and there has been. Like we've we we've signed Jackson Hastings for next year, and people have been you know the original speculation was that he would go to thirteen. Okay, this is what I would do if I'm the Tigers next year. I'd play Tyron Peachy at thirteen. Yep. I'd give Jackson Hastings the seven jersey, mm-hmm. and I'd put Luke Brooks at at fourteen and play him similar to how Manly played Dylan Walker this year. Yeah. Uh, just you know. Take the pressure off him. He doesn't have to organize. He's fast. Let him use his speed against tired forwards. Yeah, for sure. Bring him on. Let him roam. I just think Luke Brooks in the seven needs needs a break from that at the moment. And, you know, the days of a half being put on the bench and that being considered a demotion are kind of mm. fading, you know? Yeah, I agree. I, I don't like- think, you know, Benji, Benji didn't, hasn't taken, like, it's not an insult to be playing at 14. No. The value that 14s have provided for their teams when played right this year. Melbourne, Harry Grant is as much a part of that team as Brandon Smith. Mm. But I think that extends across the park for the whole 17. I mean, we saw it with David Feeder. Um, yeah. We talked about it being possibly something that Tamalolo looks at um, coming off the bench. Uh, Kikau had that done to him in the second row for Penrith. And I don't think it is a demotion anymore. I think it's just maximizing the value you get out of your players. No, some and of them are just better coming off the bench. That's yeah. how it's how it's the strategy works out at the moment. That's right. I agree I, with you, yeah. you um, with Peachy um, being given a position, whether that's thirteen or you know wherever else they want to play him, but locking him into that because he's there's no doubt he comes into your best thirteen. Oh, and you don't I'm want saying. him having that sort of Mitch Orbison effect where he gets moved around all the time. He never nails a position. And yeah, that's valuable to sort of, you know, band-aid over the cracks of your squad for each week when there's an injury or a suspension or something. But it's ultimately not going to get the best out of him or the best out of the Tigers. Um, yeah. That's my thoughts. Yeah, I agree. Uh, let's go to another question from the fans. Uh, Mozzie says, is Luke Brooks really the problem at the Tigers? Uh, my, he's a problem. I think. Yeah, I was going to say he's not the only problem, but he is a problem. That's the sad part: is that he's not. That's not probably not the biggest problem. I, you know, there are, there are many, but it's definitely one of them. (laughs) It's Mm. and it is. But once again, once again, I don't want like I I I think Luke Brooks is a talented footballer. Yeah, I don't think. Yeah, actually. It's not right to say Luke Brooks is the problem at the Tigers. The way that no. Luke Brooks gets played, the way that the game plans that he gets given, the the way that he has to work with the players around him and the responsibility on him, it's it that's the problem. 
and so yeah hence the same thing i said like you know move him into that 14 jersey yeah let him let him just you know be a just like let him just be an influence off the bench you know let him use his speed yeah i think the, the problem extends to more the role that he's been given at the club as you know their marquee half the pressure as a local junior um that that's been sort of put on him but at the end of the day i don't think he would have had a crack at the halfback jersey starting half or whatever no. at any other club in the nrl for this long he no. is a defensive liability in the line he doesn't put his body on the line as well as or as effectively as um some other halves in the competition that's not through a lack of effort per se but he is on the smaller side and equally is kicking game and game management and this as you said comes from the game plans he's being given um you know the the performances of the other players in his squad that there's nobody else that can really step up step up at the end of sets so everything comes down to him but he just hasn't been producing. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's it. That's you it. said it right. Think, it, think, he's think, one think of the many problems. I think a part of it comes from the whole big four thing, which was like a media hype thing when Tedesco, oh, yeah. Moses, Woods all left the club. And the only one of the big four, you know, was Luke Brooks left. And he's, you know, a club junior, grew up, you know, playing for Balmain Juniors his whole sort of teenage years. And I think there's just an element of, once again, out of touch with the football department, but there's an element of you know influences from head office that feel like they need to maintain an identity of the Tigers as a club that that puts its juniors in key positions. And the fact that we lost three of them in one big go, we've yeah. like we've clung to Luke Brooks ever since. Like you know, for sure, that definitely <laughs> um, was a big chapter in the story of of Luke Brooks and the yeah. Tigers. Yeah, uh, whether that Absolutely. was more media hype than anything else. Yeah, um, it's only built the, the pressure that's been put on him. Yeah, another fan question also from Mozzie: Is the Tigers' youth showing a brighter future for the club? You're probably in a better place to answer this um, than I am. Following like, the, you know, still, if you're talking like youth is in local juniors, I'm not 100 percent convinced. Like, I still feel like the players that, like, play our juniors really at this point are. Luke Brooks, David Nofaluma, uh, like Jake Little, you know, they're not the players that I'm necessarily the most excited about for the Tigers. They're still youth, but we're sort of getting youth from other clubs' junior yeah. systems. Like Luciano Lelua, I guess you could consider him part of the youth, but he's a, he was from the Dragons. Um, and then like Jake Simpkins from from Brisbane. Um, Adam, well, Adam Dewey's a local. He's a, he's a club junior, but he was so we sort of got him Let back go. from Souths. Yeah. So it feels like he's kind of we've signed him on. Dane Laurie's from Penrith, you know. So the players I'm excited about are still youthful, but it's not the yeah. classic Tigers system of you know bringing players in through a junior system. Um, yeah. I think you've nailed it there. It's the young players in your squad, Utokamani is another Uto one. Utokamani, really, Parramatta, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're all standout players within your squad and mm. you've got, you know, reasons to be optimistic from the players in your side moving forward, but they aren't the local juniors that other clubs would be producing from their, um, yeah, from their under-20s and under-18 sides. So, yeah, as you said, the Tigers juniors themselves probably aren't 
there isn't that much optimism given the way that they've been developed and managed in their transition to first grade. But yeah. in terms of the young players in your squad, I think that's part of the shining light that you've got to look for. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. That's it. There's a couple more questions, so we'll just we'll power through them. Um, Dominic.Sidoti says, what position should we upgrade? Um, what position should we upgrade? I think you need a hooker from an outside. I think the hookers control so much of the game mm. nowadays. You've got Liddle there who's, yeah, had so many injuries, but he's also had a fair crack at first grade now and hasn't really cemented his spot. Um, Jake Simpkins, the one that you talk about being the young superstar coming through, whether he's ready or not. If you could go mm. out and get someone like Josh Hodgson, who potentially leaving Raiders. I'm not sure how likely that actually is, but an experienced yeah. <laughs> break for you, that would yeah. be the area I'd suggest. The area I'd suggest, um, yeah, I agree with what you're saying about hooker. You know, I guess it might be me thinking with my heart, but I'm still in the Simpkin camp and uh, yeah. there's even parts of Little's game that I do like. But I, yeah, I hear what you mean in terms of having like a premier hooker and the mm. importance of it, you know, once again, two premiership teams, Cook and Coruscant, I mean, the grand final teams, like, you know, these guys are leading their team around the park. Um, um, but the position for me still is centre. We sort of like this year put all of our eggs in the bar. Centres and wingers, outside backs, mm. speed is what we, is what like, Ollie Gildart's coming to the club from England next year. Um, so he'll, he'll take one of the centre spots. Tommy Talao has had a turbulent start to his career. He's probably going to get the other centre spot. I'm just, I like him at centre as yeah. opposed to on the wing, but sometimes he still has those errors in his game. The thing about it is that this year we put so much, we put all our eggs into the basket of Joey Leilua and James Roberts. Mm. And that's yeah. just like difficult, ridiculous in terms of from, from the perspective of, you know, signing players. And then our wingers... We've got David Nofaluma who gives his all every game. Um, things di- he didn't have a great year this year, but he, he you know, he's still so loved he's by. A, yeah, by he's the, a fan favorite, he's an and he's one that's favorite. always going to give one hundred and ten percent. Yeah, and then we've got Ken Mamalo on the other wing, who naturally he's just super tall, and he scored some tries for us from high balls this year, which you know we're not used to having a tall winger. We haven't had one since Pat Richards, mm. so good to see that. But he's also got some areas in his game that just let him down. So our our outside backs, especially in defense, we're really thin and yeah, teams sure. can run around us 
easily. Um, mm. So yeah, I, I think that I think getting some speed in those backs is more important at the moment to us yeah. than, than getting a hooker. Yeah. Um, well, last, it, honestly, there's yeah. A, there's a bit of there's quite a lot of areas you want to improve at the Tigers. <laughs> last question. I think Go I know on. what your answer will be from from Kobe Neely. Do you think they will push for the top eight? No. No, neither do I. Um, and I usually would say yes. So that just shows what a mediocre year it's been from us in terms of yeah. the hope that I'm getting for next year. Because usually, you know, I've always got the Tigers tip for the top eight. I've always got them sneaking in there. It's now been 10 years. It's been yeah. 10 years of missing out. Um, and it's the, the, the sad thing is that I can see it being 11. Um, yeah, I think a lot needs to change before you guys are back in that top eight fight. And I think some things are slowly starting to change, maybe, but there's a lot more to go. There's talk and, that Shane Flanagan is uh, coming to the club as an assistant, um, which I'd love to see. Look, I, if you get Flanagan and Sheensy back, Sheensy or supporting there's also, Madge, also trying to get Benji as an assistant, which I don't know. How, I don't know how likely that is. While, mm. especially while Madge is still at the club. But, yeah. um, you know, I and Robbie Farrow is involved. I think we need to keep players like Benji and Farrow, you know, around, in and around the club. For sure. For the future. Yeah. It's where the identity's built. It's not not like a Brisbane old boys sort of situation, but just having those, those, those voices in and around the club is so important to players to know the history of this club. Um, I agree. I agree. I can... Yeah, I couldn't agree with you, Mark. Cool. Well, that's all the fan responses. Um, well, let's look at the, the long-term yeah, yeah. nucleus. I'm a bit worried about. I'm Tigers. a bit worried about this nucleus um, situation. Uh, yeah, it's an interesting Who one. Who have we got so, signed on to a 2024? For the next three years, you've got Ken Mamalo there, but he's got a mutual option for that final year between club and player. Yes, a you've also option. got Zane Musgrove and Jake Simpkin signed up for the three years. Mm. Um, and for four years, you've got Nofaluma. And he's the only one that I agree with because he's, as he said, local junior. Somebody gives everything each week. He's, you know, been your leading try scorer for a number of years. He's a great tackle breaker. Um, culturally, he's somebody that I think you want to keep around moving forward. But Musgrove, Mamamalo, and Simpkin, I mean, Simpkin, maybe there's still, you know, question marks over his first grade sort of ability but there's yeah. lots of optimism around him the other two well why have you signed him for that long yeah <laughs> i can't <laughs> i can't give you an answer uh i think musgrove like he's been at the club now for two years and he's always either injured or suspended um and if that's going to continue to be the trend then that's just a complete waste of money simkin i like but they yeah, better, but we've they, talked about it. But they better potential. start. But they better be playing him. They better, you know. I want him to be given the nine jersey. You know. What do you think with a contract for at least three more years that he'd get a crack? He's got to. exactly. Um, and Mamalo, good to have a tall winger, but gee, yeah, that's, I mean, that's still useful, lots of question marks. Game changer. The fact um, that two of our two of the four sign on for three years are wingers, I think that shows a lot of where. Like yeah. the, the lack of strategy in terms of the long-term signings. Like a none strategy. Of, none of those players are fullbacks or halves. No, no. I mean, yeah, you've got one spine player in Simkin. Yeah, Simkin. But I think that the positive you could take from this is that a lot of your salary cap is going to be up for negotiation with player contracts running out and potentially going to the market um, for new signings. 
probably yeah. the end of next year. It's looking more likely when I think a lot of contracts do come to an end for you. Yeah. So there's a chance that you could get a couple of marquee signings if you keep keep building on the young players that you've got in the squad at the moment. Yeah, but um, once again, you know, like I feel like before you announce the uh, the nucleus players to me each 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 t- time we do a team review, mm. uh, in my head I've already got kind of three players that I think all right, these are the three that you'd build the club around moving forward. And when I if I don't hear a single one of those names that was in my head, it's really worrying. And the three yeah. that I had were Dane Laurie, Adam Dewey, and Luciano Lelua, and actually Chuck in Stefano there too. None yeah, of, I think of, you got that big four there. None of them. Don't say big four. <laughs> Do not say <laughs> big four when you talk about the Tigers. Um, but yeah, the fact that none of them feature, that's quite worrying. And here's the other thing. This might be an unpopular opinion. I love David Nofaluma. Love him as a person. Met him a few times. He's an absolutely outstanding bloke. You're Lo- about to lo- rip into him. I'm, ba- I'm not about to rip into <laughs> no, him. No, God. Loyalty... To wingers when like just for being just for the fact that they're a great clubman does not win premierships South the year that South Sydney 2014 South Sydney yeah. had Nathan Merritt on the wing at the start of the year who was like their all-time tr- top try scorer mm-hmm. great clubman loved by the fans they dropped him and had Johnston and Takiri on the wings and they won the premiership Panthers last year made the grand final lost to Melbourne. They then get rid, like the next day, they get rid of Josh Mansour. Absolute clubman, loyal, mm. loyal always to the point. Panthers. The next year, they win a premiership. Like, I'm just like, loyalty for the sake of loyalty, I don't agree I with. Think, I think the, the only difference, I say, and I, I fully agree that wingers seem to be the most readily available resource in the NRL. There's always the next hot prospect, quick, athletic mm. person coming through that can play on the wing and loyalty doesn't seem to, um, or it seems to be less valuable out there for want of a better way of putting it. But you're a, a club that has such few players mm. that have that loyalty, that team vision, um, that, you know, he's everything that you want in a tiger and you need those role models. Um and so, yes, he's on the wing. Yes, there are probably some better options, maybe not this year, but over the next four years, is he going to be your best choice on the wing from a physical point of view? Maybe not. But I think you just need to hold on to those players that you do have that you want to build around from mm. a personality point of view more than anything. Yeah. Yeah, look, it's, it is probably true. And it's not like we're currently in the premiership fight like Rabbitohs were and Panthers were. Like, it's not like it was one little tweak that got them. Got them exactly. A, they went yeah. from Panthers have gone from grand fight runner ups to premiers. Rabbitohs were already in the top eight pretty regularly. Mm. So, yes, I agree. But four <laughs> years, I mean, <laughs> that's the other thing. Anyway, it's more the fact that it's more the players who yeah. aren't part of that list that I'm concerned about. Well, actually, actually, it's also the ones that are there that I'm concerned There's about. lots of concerns. Lots of said. concerns. But, um, where do you think the Tigers will realistically finish next year then if you had to put a, a number on their ladder position for 2022? What are you thinking? <sighs> uh, it depends if I'm going with my head or my heart here. 
The sad part is that even with my heart, the highest I can get to is 11th. But wow, really? That's, and that's being really generous. That is being generous. Yeah, but that's with my heart. I'm thinking no, with my 15th. Head. Yeah, okay, cool, whatever. <laughs> with, my, <laughs> with my head, I'm probably thinking uh, 14th, 15th. I don't, I can't, no, I'm not getting the wooden spoon. Um, <laughs> not happening. Uh, but yeah. And if we do finish 14th, 15th next year, I think Madge does then have to go at that point. You know, people say I you can't so, just blame yeah. the coach for everything, but at the same time, you know, it depends uh, what it, other changes happen. Um, yeah. I, yeah, I just think you guys need to start playing with some identity, some consistency each week. And there's a chance that you could put together a string of results. And I think your young big four that you don't like calling them, but that's what they feel like. <laughs> um are going to develop into you know a strong nucleus of the side but as we've seen you need to tie them down for longer term contracts um yeah the the good thing the honestly the hopeful thing about 2022 is that this is the first year that the we don't have any of the the signings that that ivan cleary kind of burdened us with before he mm. took off at penrith the the famous ones that get brought up are russell packer um Matalino. It was Ben. Yeah, it was Russell Packer, Ben Madalino, Josh Reynolds, and Moses Embai were kind of the four. Yeah. Um, and we still had Packer and Embai this year, and now they're gone. So, uh, at least it's. I mean, the, it's sort of a, a double-edged sword. On one on one side, you know, we're past the Ivan Cleary reign. On the other side, this is Madge's team. This people can't say that he's inherited this team anymore. This is Madge's yeah, team. You're right. So. You know, he pressure on. The pressure's on. The pressure's on. Literally, if they if they if they don't do well, like Madge has to own has to own that. So yeah, this is this is going to be another another make or break year. I think we found with the bottom four teams from this year that every coach going into next year, it's a pretty make or break year for them. Trent Barrett, Bulldogs, Todd Payton at the Cowboys, Kevy Walters at the Broncos, and Madge at the Tigers. Like next year, we could be seeing a few sackings. Or we could That's right. We, we only could, saw the one this year, and I think yeah, we could see some redemption. We could see some redemption stories, but based on the way that we've tipped each of those teams finishing, Barrett and Walters are probably more safe. But Peyton and Peyton and Madge, gee, there's some pressure on them next year. That's right, hundred percent, hundred percent. All right, well, that's enough of uh, enough of the ranting, um, Tigers fans. I hope that. Uh, there's some optimism left in the tank because I'm running out a little bit, um, which doesn't happen a lot for me. So <laughs> let's see. Let's see what we. Other thing is that Tigers still have a hundred thousand to spend in the cap for next year. No, no, we still have a million to spend in the hundred thousand. I was going to say that might get you a eighteen year old kid. That's below. Like, I'm pretty sure that's below you. the minimum for for first grade. We've got a million in the cap still. I don't know how many so, spots we have to fill in our top thirty, but we are. Oh. Just hopefully the money's spent wisely. That's you know? right. That's right. That's that's what's got to happen at the Not, end of the day. No eight hundred. I don't want to see any eight hundred k contracts. I don't. You know. I don't want to see any of that. I don't want to see anything. You know. I want to see Josh Hodgson. He's my number one pick for you guys. I think it's unlikely, but just if I had to pick of the available talent. Yeah, I might. I'm thinking we might take Jason Saab and um, Tom Trebojevich. Oh, okay. Good <laughs> luck. It's on my wish list. Um, yeah. There's been talks <laughs> of Zach Lomax. Delivers. Talks of Zach Lomax trying to get out of the Dragons, which speaks to the 
turmoil of the Dragons a little bit more. Um, but there's talks that he's – and he was a Tigers fan growing up. So Oh, wow. Well, you know, we'll have to wait and see. There you go. We'll have to wait and see. You could be the big movers over the summer in terms of your roster with money <laughs> to spend. Hopefully. That's, that's, <laughs> that's, uh, that would be lo- – it's nice to dream, basically. It's nice, nice to dream. dream. All right. Well, oh. excellent, excellent review. Another great one. Um, hasn't filled me with optimism like I thought it might. Well, not actually. <laughs> I didn't think it might, but there you go. Well, you've got to... Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> 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 we ending it there? Yeah. Okay. I just cut... I feel like I cut you off just by raising well, my hand. I cut myself off. I had nothing more to add. Oh, okay. But I was going to... I don't even know what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs>